And just like that, it is time for another Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I help people to quit their jobs by investing in real estate rental properties so they never have to work a job again. Now, I am so excited that you're here with me today, and we're going to be talking about how much property managers charge for their services. Now, the property manager is basically like our quarterback, the number one player on our team that's going to help us to score. And whenever they score, they make us money. Just like when Tom Brady scores, he makes the owner money. And so we are going to find good property managers and we're going to look at what they charge for. Because if you're not careful, you're going to find that there are loads and loads of extra and hidden fees not necessarily hidden, but secret fees that you have to actually read the fine print to see how much you're going to be charged for before you sign that contract with those property managers. All right, guys, let's get into today's show where we talk about how much property managers will charge you for their services and how to get around them. All right, guys, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about all aspects of real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. I want to tell you guys a little story of why I am now an investor and I'm actually very blessed to not have to work a job. So it was a, a few years ago, actually quite a few years ago, my youngest child was just born. Her name is Faith. So when she was just born, I was still working a normal government job or you know, normal job working for the government. And I was working a normal 40 hour work week, 40 plus hours, however much my boss needed. And I went on paternity leave. So a paternity leave is basically you take time off as a dad to stay at home to help mommy and, and it's a bonding process and all that good stuff. And so I was blessed to be able to take time off for that. Now, after my daughter was a week old, I came back to work and I was working my normal job doing normal stuff. But on a Friday, a Friday afternoon at about 3.30, I got a phone call from my boss's 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 secretary or something like that, like the high, the high up, the number one boss. I got a call from his secretary and she said, Dustin, would you please come to the boss's office? And I hung up the phone or I said, sure. And said, and then hung up the phone. And then I started thinking, why am I getting called to the boss's office? Like what? I didn't do anything wrong that I know of. I've only been back a week. There's nothing really good going on. There's nothing bad going on. And then something dawned on me that before I left on paternity leave, there was a few little random rumors that the budget was being cut for our department and we were going to have layoffs. And I dismissed it because I had, I don't know, like seven, eight, nine years of seniority. I was a really good worker. And every single time that I got a review, I got a raise. So I was always doing really, really well. But then I started thinking, oh, no, there are layoffs going on. It's a Friday at 3.30 the afternoon. What's going to happen? And so I get up. And as I start walking to my boss's office, the realization comes and hits me that I may lose my job and I may even not be able to provide for my family, my four kids, my amazing wife that stays home and takes care of the kids. How am I going to be able to afford all the food, all of our mortgage, everything that we had, all of our bills? And so I started to really sweat. I started to feel like I'm a failure. I started to sweat on my hands. I started becoming really anxious. And as I'm walking down the hallway, my feet feel heavier and heavier, like a load of bricks 
in each one of those. As I walk, I get heavier and heavier, but eventually I get to my boss's office and the door's closed. The secretary's there and she looks at me and says, Dustin, would you please have a seat? He'll be out in just a minute. And she said that pretty sheepishly, like she knows what's going to happen, but she can't do anything about it. She's a really, really nice lady and it looks like she was feeling bad for me. And so I take a seat in a chair and I start to think about my family and I start to think about what am I going to do? How am I going to provide? And sorry, also feeling like I'm a failure. I'm not going to be able to take care of my family. What in the world is going to happen? Then about a minute later, the door opens and out walks a lady with a piece of paper in her hand. And that piece of paper in her hand, she's looking at it and she's noticeably distraught. She's noticeably upset and she walks out. She's not really crying, but she's definitely upset. And then my boss says, Dustin, will you please come in the office? And in his hand, he held a basically a pink slip or basically a layoff notice. He says, Dustin, you're being laid off. We don't have enough money in the budget to afford you. So you have two weeks. And I am just devastated. And so I start walking back to my office and I get to my office and I sit down and I tell myself, okay, you have five minutes to sulk. (laughs) Basically, you have five minutes to look at your life and realize all of this was for a waste. Like all of the, everything I built up here, like hoping to have seniority, to never be let go again. All of this stuff has been a waste of my life. What did I put my life into? Now, I realize there's two things. Now, after those five minutes of being of sulking, really worrying about everything, I said, it's time to get to work. I knew I had two things I needed to accomplish. Number one, I needed to get another job. Number one, I needed to find a job that would help pay the bills, make sure that I put food on the table, kept the roof over our heads and all that good stuff. I needed to do that. And number two, I needed to never, ever let this happen to me again. And that is the time that I realized that I am now a full-time investor. Even if I had a full-time job that like basically 100% of my money came from my full-time job, no, that's my side job. And what it comes down to is I am a full-time investor with a side job. Even though 100% of my pay comes from the side job, I'm a full-time investor with a side job. And so I praise the Lord, I was able to get a job really, really quickly in another department, didn't lose any time, didn't lose any pay or any seniority. So that was great. And I realized I need to get out of working for somebody else. I made myself be a full-time investor. And I told every single person I could see that I was an investor, that I was I invested in real estate. I invested all across the country. I buy properties. I buy single-family homes. They make me money every single month. And in doing that, my business got better and better and better. Now, fast forward many years later, I actually quit my job and... I was able to walk away. You know that walk down the hall toward my boss's office? I felt like a load of bricks. Well, that last walk home, basically walking to my car to drive home, I felt like I was walking on clouds, leaving all that junk behind because my future is so bright and so amazing and I will never have a job again. And what I decided was that I needed to have more money, more time, and more control over my life. And that is what real estate rental properties affords me. Now, I want to show you how to do that. I want you to text the word rental. 
R-E-N-T-E-L to 33777, rental to 33777, and I will send you my free investor course. Again, that's text the word rental to 33777. I'll get you that course so you can get started because I want you to never have to go through what I went through. I'm telling you right now that your boss can never pay you what you are worth. Your value is worth so much more than what your boss could ever pay you. And I realize that about myself. My value, I give myself my value. My value comes from my family. It comes from my God. It comes from me, inside me, not from my job. And so I know that for you. You are worth so much more and you're so much more valuable than anybody can pay you because your boss is going to pay you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not too much so that it takes money out of his or her pocket. So I want you to get started investing in real estate rental properties. That's why I have this podcast is to get you started investing in real estate rental properties. Now, today I want to talk to you about what property managers charge and how much they charge for their services and to get all the links and everything listed out in form for you so you can read it easily go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 85. This is the 85th podcast episode. That's masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 85. Now, like I said, the property manager is your quarterback. They're the number one people that run your business. Now, I'm going to say I've covered many, many times why you should hire property managers. If you want to go find other articles and other podcasts, I've talked all about that sort of stuff and how to actually find the right ones, what to say to them, all that stuff and how to work with them. I've already done that before. What we're going to talk about is just the fees and how much they charge because you really need to watch out for these. I've seen so many from my students. They send me so many different contracts from property managers and they list so many different types of fees. And so I usually tell them, you know, line this one out, line this one out, say, you don't want to pay this one. You don't want to pay this one. And then, or move on. Like if they come back and say, yes, it's okay. If they don't, they move on to the next property manager because you don't want to be stuck with all these sneaky, not really hidden, but sneaky fees that they just hope you kind of glance over them on the contract and they're going to make a lot of money. So the first up, and so the biggest thing is to read every single contract that you will ever sign in your life. I am really hoping that that is something that is common sense to all of you, but I have to say it, read every single contract. Even if you believe they're on your side, you always read the contract. And so you want to read the contract that the property manager send you, the management contract that you're going to be using for your connection and your affiliation with them. And that it's going to outline how much they're going to charge, what they're going to charge for, and everything about that. Now, as you're looking through the contract, I want you to watch for these things. Number one, the property manager reviewing the property or looking at properties before you actually buy them. You want to make sure that the property manager does not charge to go out and look at properties before you buy them because that is something that is hugely vital to this business. You always want to make sure your property manager looks at the property, is okay with the property, gives you adequate rehab costs, um, estimates, and all that good stuff. You want to make sure that they do not charge you for that. Also, a next one, number two, all of the rehab that will go into the property, you want to make sure that's accounted for, like calculating all the rehab costs, all managing the logistics of all the rehab, making sure that the contractors are there, making sure that things get done, and everything about the rehab. Now, what you're going to find is that property managers will probably either do it for free or do it as part of their job. And that basically they get paid out of the rents that they collect. That's their normal monthly rate. What some property managers will do is they will actually tack on like a 5% or a 10% charge 
on top of every little bit of rehab costs that you have. That's when you fix up the property because they are working with contractors and they're putting out their time. And I agree they're working for it, but I don't like paying for that because I'm paying double. This is something that should be included in the rents that they collect every single month. It's just a part of what they do. They manage rehab. They manage all the contractors. They manage all that stuff. All right, next up, number three, searching for a tenant, finding for a tenant. Now, more than likely, you're going to get this charge, but sometimes it's much more than it absolutely should be. Now, I've seen as high as one entire first month's rent just to find a tenant, to search for them and to lease the property to the tenant. It's one entire first month's rent. Now, if you have a property that rents for $1,800, that's $1,800 out of your pocket in one year. That's something that they are going to actually charge you. Now, granted, they have to show the property. They have to market the property. They have to bring the tenant in, all that sort of stuff. And sign contracts, completely understand that. But one month's rent is way too high, in my opinion. I would personally say, hey, can you do it for a flat fee of like $300, flat fee of $500 or whatever it might be. But definitely negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. Now, also, you're going to have the next one is property managers may charge you to actually collect the rent, which is rather silly. I've seen sometimes where it's it's just a minor fee, like uh, you know, if they actually have to go and collect the rent, it's a $25 fee or a $50 fee. Well, no, I'm not gonna pay you extra to collect the rent. I'm already paying you a monthly fee to manage a property. Why would I pay you again? So that's another one you don't want. The next one, property maintenance. Anytime that anybody does any work on the property, the property manager may charge you a five or 10% fee for any bit of work done. Well, then again, it goes back to what am I paying you the property management fee for? If I'm, if you're charging me nickel and diamond me, all this sort of stuff, why would, you, why would I pay you a monthly fee? Why don't I just pay you per, per thing that you actually do? So watch out for that line, strike that out in the contract. The next one up is property inspections. Let's say if once a year you're going to have property inspections and you want the property manager to go buy the house, just make sure it looks good, make sure the tenant's not destroying the property. Well, that is a part of the monthly fee that they're going to be charging you. You don't want to be charged on top of that to go visit the property. That should be included. Another charge that they could charge you are field maintenance calls. Basically, a 24-hour day service for calling up for any type of maintenance, like if there's a water leak or anything like that. Again, that should be wrapped into your management fee that you're charging every single month. So you don't want to be charged for every maintenance call that comes up that the property manager receives from the tenant. The next fee is a removal or eviction of tenants when it's necessary. They may say it's a $500 fee to remove tenants, like the eviction process, not including the lawyer itself, but their job to actually evict tenants, they might charge you. No, absolutely not. Strike that out. That should not be in there as well. Another one is make the property rent ready for the next tenant. They may charge you again for fixing up the property again, just like the maintenance calls, just like the rehab when you first got started. They might say, well, it's going to need new paint. It's going to need carpeting. We're going to have to get our vendors in there. And it's going to cost you 10% in order for us to do that. Like, man, again, no, line that out. We do not pay extra for the work you're, I'm already paying you for. So those are just some of the sneaky fees that they're going to try to slip in there. And usually just about all of them should be covered for in their monthly rent collection. And that is also like if it's 10% 
or 12% of the monthly rents. That's how much they normally charge. So those are the sneaky fees. But what they actually charge on a monthly basis, it comes down to if they're going to be charging by percentage of the monthly rents or by flat fee. There might be something else with a combination of one or two, but it really comes down to just those two. And usually it's a percentage of the rents. I've also seen in certain cities, they're going to be a flat fee. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to have certain cities or in fact, even certain states where the majority of the property managers, they charge per month and they charge a flat fee. And then you're going to find all the other property managers in that area doing the exact same thing because that's just the norm. That's what all the property managers do. Just like, you know, if, if every convenience store was selling a fountain machine or fountain soda, they're not, one's not going to charge $5. Another one's going to charge two. No, they're going to have to compete for price. And that's the same exact thing is the property managers need to compete for the price of your business. And so they might charge the flat fee. Now the flat fee could be as little as $50 a month, which I found is really, really low or $100. I've had $95. That's a decent, I had a, uh, a property that I think it was renting for $1,800, they were only charging $95 a month. So that's much better than 10%. 10% would be almost $2,000 or $200 a month. So much, much better to have a flat fee there. Now, I would rather not have a flat fee if the percentage is less. I'll give you an example. I have some properties in Ohio that rent for like $550. Well, a $95 monthly charge is twice, the almost twice the amount of 10%. That'd be like 20% almost. So a 10% charge would only be $55. Hopefully these numbers are working out for you. So it's either a flat fee or a percentage. And I found that the majority of the property managers do charge the percentage and the general rate is either 8%, 10% or 12%. But again, you should always negotiate everything. 12% is very, very high. But if the rents are really low, like somebody's only renting it for $600, 12% versus 10% is basically only like $5 more for the property manager. I've in the past given to say, okay, you know, 12% is fine because an extra $5, it doesn't really kill me, but you know, it makes it worth your while to actually be dealing with these tenants. So I want you to be looking at this as a way to negotiate. You know, an 8% is very good and very low. You also know that a flat fee is also better at times. So you want to be able to negotiate. If they're asking 12, try, just say, start at eight and maybe work your way to the middle at 10 or hopefully get down to nine. So you want to negotiate everything. I love negotiating. And again, everything in this business, big pro tip for you, everything in this business, anytime money comes in your pocket or it comes out of your pocket, that is a negotiation you must have. If you're working with a vendor, negotiate that deal. If you're working with a title company, negotiate that deal. If you're working with a tenant, if they ask for a lower, negotiate that back up. You always want to negotiate. Now, I want to go through a list of fees that they are going to charge either you or your tenant, but it's a way for them to make money. Number one would be a setup fee. Just being able to work with them, they might charge you like $300 to set up your company. Like that is dumb. It doesn't cost money to do that, but oh well, you know, if they if that's the something that they have to have in there and they're a good property manager, then maybe you might have to stomach it, but try to negotiate that down. Another one is the monthly management fee, like we just talked about, 8 to 10% or 12% or a flat fee. Next up would be your leasing fee or your tenant placement fee, like I talked about a little bit earlier. They're going to charge for that, and that's something that they should charge for because that's a lot of work. Now, here's another one you want to watch out for, the lease renewal fee. So basically, if somebody signs a one-year lease and they you pay the property manager 
one month's rent, which let's say it's a thousand dollars. You pay them a thousand dollars. Well, the next year it rolls around. They're going to say, hey, just to renew the lease, we need to make the same thousand dollars. So we're going to charge you one month's rent just to renew the lease. Like, why would I do that? That is just stupid. You're not doing anything. You're just having them sign a piece of paper. How about I give you $200, a flat fee of $200? Let's do that instead. That sounds better for me. So that's what I want you to do. A big pro tip, talk down that leasing fee, that lease renewal fee, down to a flat fee of like $100 or $200 instead of a full first month's rent. Here is one that I want you to absolutely run away from. I hate this. It is a vacancy fee. Basically, if the property is not rented, they want to charge you money as a property manager if they're not making you money. I tell them, if you're not making me money by getting a good tenant in there, I'm not paying you a dime. So you either cross that out or I'm parting ways. I'm I'm straightforward and tell you, I'm completely honest. I say that to them. You either take that out or I'm moving on. I'm not going to pay you to actually not do any work or not make me money. And I said that to one property manager one time and they replied back, well, the reason why I have it in there is because, you know, it covers our costs because we have costs. And if we didn't do our job right, you'd fight somebody else. I'm like, that's great. And that actually is just fine because if you weren't doing your job right, I'd still find somebody else. So take that out and I'll still find somebody else if you're not doing your job right. All right, next up, rent due fee. So basically not what is collected, but what is due. Let's say you are normally gonna get $1,000 a month, every single month from the rents. Well, let's say the tenant didn't actually pay that month. They may still charge you because, oh, you should have got this, even though we didn't collect it, we didn't get the right tenant. We're gonna charge you anyways because we have our expenses that we have to pay for. No, absolutely not. You're not making me money. You're not getting a dime. I'm paying you to make me money. If you don't make me money, you're not getting any. Another one on top of the leasing fee, you might get an advertising fee. Like if they're going to advertise for you, they might charge you a flat fee of like a hundred bucks or something like that. Now that's different than the leasing fee. That would be just for marketing itself. So, and so you want to make sure that you're not paying twice for the same work. So if you basically pay a leasing fee, you know, getting a tenant in there and an advertising fee, that's two different fees doing the same thing because a leasing fee, that also accounts for the advertising as well. Now, the lease renewal fee accounts for the advertising, but advertising does not account for the lease renewal. So hopefully that makes sense. You don't want to pay twice for the same thing. Another thing that property managers may try to charge you are the late fees. Actually, they won't charge you. They'll charge your tenants. So they might say it's a $25 late fee and they'll collect the late fee and they'll pocket it themselves which I think is absolutely ridiculous. No, that's my money. I know you have to work a little harder to get the money out of the tenant. You know, maybe 10 days later, you have to kind of go to their door a couple times. I completely understand that, but you do not get 100% of the late fee. If you're charging $25 or $50, let's just cut it in half. You give me half and you keep half because I know you got to work hard for that. So that is my tip. Either scratch that up so they don't get any of the late fee, but I do understand that they work hard to get all those late payments in and that costs, you know, they charge them a late fee. I understand that they should recoup their money. So the next up is eviction fees. Like I said earlier, if they are charging you on top of the lawyer fees, if they're charging you also for an eviction fee just for them, like their administration fees and all that sort of stuff, absolutely ridiculous. Scratch that out. Say, no, I'm, I'm paying you monthly to manage the property. This is a part of it. Another fee that you're going to come up with is the pet fees that come up. Pet fees, basically, if you get any pets in your property, you should be charging 
a extra amount of rent every single month for that pent. And it's going to basically, you know, it's another tenant that's in the property that could actually destroy the property, pooping and peeing everywhere and just, you know, clawing up things. And so that pet fee, let's say it's $25 a month or $30 a month, that basically should go into your pocket, not go to the property manager. So make sure that they do not take those pet fees, that those pet fees go to you because that's going to be used to clean the property once it's all done. All right, next up, your return check fees. You want to make sure that any return checks, I agree that they have to, they have expenses, they got to pay for all that sort of stuff. I understand that, but they that should not be charged to you. That should be solely charged to the tenant. And I personally don't think that I should make any money on the return check fee. That's literally, you know, the bank charges and all that sort of stuff, but you want to make sure that you're not getting paid, you're not having to pay extra. I have literally seen property managers try to charge the tenants a return check fee and the landlord a return check fee for the tenants writing bad checks. It's absolutely horrific. All right, next up is paying utility bills. Now, some areas of the country, it's wise to have the property manager pay the utility bills instead of putting it in your tenant's name. Now, here's the reason why. If the utility bill is tied to the property instead of the tenant, then you're stuck for that. So you can have your tenant not pay the utility bills and it goes with the property. That's a big pro tip. You want to make sure that the utility bills are not stuck with the property. And if they are, because that's what the municipality says, it sticks with the property. You want to make sure that the tenant is paying it. And if they are not, you want to have the property manager pay it and then bill the tenant. But what's going to happen is if that happens, the property manager is going to come to you and say, hey, it costs extra you know, expense to actually do all this work to collect and pay. That's just extra time. So I need to charge you. And so I have one property manager that I have to do this for, and they charge just the 10%, the normal property management percentage for every single month. They, that's part of it as well. So they charge 10%. And I understand. And it, it, just doing that has saved me thousands and thousands of dollars because they make sure the, the water bill and the utility bill is paid. I've had it where they haven't actually paid off and the tenant racked up like $600. This happened many, many times until I figured out how to do this right. This has happened many times. And so they racked up so many utility bills that I was paying 600 bucks, 700 bucks or whatever when a tenant moved out. This little 10% saves me a ton of money. All right. Now, inspections or visitation of the property, I just talked about that a little bit earlier. You want to make sure that you do not have to pay for the inspections or visitations on the property. Now, another fees, not fees, but like things you're going to have to pay. Another one would be a reserve repair fund. So basically, it's a fund. It's still your money. It's money saved aside that the property manager holds on to to handle any repairs or maintenance calls in the middle of the month, as opposed to going to you and say, hey, can you write me a check for this because I have to do this? No, they need money in account that they could dip into, pull out to pay for something, and then replenish it from next month's rent. Another thing that you need to watch out for are early termination fees. Now, that's not with your tenants. That's with you. If your property manager either isn't doing well or isn't doing right, but you want to move on to another property manager, they might say, hey, we still have another year or another six months left on our management agreement. You say, no, I, I don't want to pay you. Well, hey, you have it in the contract that you have an early termination fee. You have to pay me money to cancel the contract. So line that out. Definitely do not give them the satisfaction of getting your money after you terminate them because they're doing bad. So that early termination fee, cross that out. Now, there are so many things we can also talk about, but I want you to go back and listen to the other podcast shows where I talk about how to find the right property manager, 
what to look for in the property managers. I don't have those links off the top of my head, but I will put those in the show notes as well so that you will be able to see them and find these other shows and these other ones that I actually talked about how to find the right property manager, what to look for, how to manage them, all that good stuff. All right, guys, you've been fantastic. I hope this has helped you to understand how much do property managers charge. Well, really comes down to they charge sneaky fees, but they charge good fees. And you want to make sure you get the good ones and get rid of the bad ones. All right, guys, again, I want you to start investing in real estate rental properties. I want you to text the word rental to 33777 so I can help you get started investing in real estate rental properties. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you. I'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.